on the tree podcast i'm casey davis neener here as usual and today we have a special guest pete braspinix from fireforge good evening folks hey it's uh it's funny because pete hasn't had technology like uh, a good phone or internet or electricity nearly in the entire time that i've known him but now he does and he's he's on a smartphone talking to us via Skype, and yet he still manages to still cut off most of his face because he still doesn't know how how cameras work. Oh, there he there is. There we go. All right. Well, I, I sold a bunch of coon pelts just, just to get this phone, so I'm I'm learning. <laughs> We're proud of you, man. We're proud of you. Did did you actually sell coon coon pelts? No, no, sir. Okay. I did not. <laughs> I wasn't sure. It's, it's been a bad winter. <laughs> the coons are thin this year. Yeah. It was a bad harvest. <laughs> They're all mangy. Just, oh, just down to scraping the bottom of the barrel, just skinning muskrats. Garbage. Yeah, and they're only like three bucks a piece, man. Okay, that sounds oh, yeah. like an accurate number. I can't tell if you're joking or not. Yeah. I don't think he is, guys. It's like the local radio stations when they do that segment where they name off like the price of corn and stuff like that. There was probably uh, a time where they were like, coon pelts are up today, uh, 50 cents uh, on the dollar. So, Well, we don't live in Kansas, so we don't have corn stock on our news <laughs> no, no. through the radio. That was in Michigan. I don't I don't listen to the radio anyway. I don't know what they do. Dude, I've never heard anybody talk about the price of corn ever well, anywhere. I used ever. to listen to a lot of talk radio, so you can eat a butt. Was it Rush Limbaugh? <laughs> it might have been. <laughs> was he selling a book on on corn? Yeah, probably. Or Glenn Beck. Yeah, I'm back. There we go. I'm trying book. to think of his name. Uh, so, uh, Pete, we've been, we've been pitching your stuff for a while, um, on, on the 3OT stuff. So, yes, uh, you are the sole entity that is also known as Fireforge, and you are a blacksmith. Yes, sir. Which, contrary to... Uh, belief of 99% of the world is a thing that still exists. So, how did you get into blacksmithing? Well, I studied fine arts in college. Um, I had a focus in ceramics and jewelry making. And while in college, I started working for a blacksmith in town um, painting railings. So just and paint all day and through that kind of picked up a few of the skills and realized jewelry making wasn't really what I wanted to do and hitting hot metal was a better alternative so long story short so you you learned it kind of indirectly from somebody yeah while while I was working for um guy's name was Kyle Connolly um Working for him, I got to do a little a little bit of forging while I was there. 
and then a little bit in college they had some some of the equipment to use but it wasn't taught in the curriculum and then after i i finished school and moved home i i started picking up tools and messing a lot of stuff up and figuring it out as i went so i mean i don't like the term self-taught because that's i don't think a very truthful definition of something but a lot of it was yeah just learning hand skills so right on so this uh kyle person that kind of broke you into blacksmithing yeah um how many days were you blacksmithing until your skill way surpassed his <laughs> like two days three days or i max four I, I max four I, I mean i don't yeah i can't even answer that question i i don't know i i'll say i probably i probably worked for for five years before i felt i was proficient enough to say i was a, a blacksmith and that probably will never be something you plateau at i mean there's always <laughs> there's always a different a different skill or a different technique or process to learn so yeah yeah i know what you i know what you mean but the way you said it it just, <laughs> it just it sounded funny much. to me <laughs> it's just something that you never plateau at like i just like my brain calculated it as like it's something it's like being the best janitor <laughs> <You know? laughs> well yeah, I, I mean, with playing music or riding motorcycles or anything like that, I mean, there's there's always something to learn, something better better to hone your skill with, so. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, what you said was, was perfectly valid. I, I just processed it funny and then accidentally giggled. Like, originally, <laughs> when you went into, when you were thinking about jewelry making, like, what kind of jewelry did you have in mind that you were going to do? Um... <laughs> I I mean I guess jewelry's a a broad word for it. I mean it was small. Metal. They're just cock rings. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I made some rings. I made some bracelets, some necklaces, <laughs> that kind of stuff. But um, you know, I I come from a heavy metal background, so I had a lot of a lot of skeletal influence and you know aggressive looking metal things. They were just small, wearable. Huh. Okay. So the things that you could possibly find at Hot Topic. Sure. sure. <laughs> what a I'm jerk! Just I'm just <laughs> what a jerk! Um, well, I, the way he explained it, I just thought like the little like weird long full finger ring that has like spikes and stuff on it. You, Davis, you were there the whole time. You know what kind of crap I made. I know. Yeah. I just like to give you shit because you were, you were there flunking out of college at that time. Fuck yeah, I was. No, he he was there taking me to Denny's at two in the morning. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have known Pete for how long now, Pete? Uh, ninety nine. So, wow. Yeah. Nineteen years. Yeah, that long. Almost almost a hundred years. Yep. Yep. Uh when I first met Pete, uh he was at least twelve years older than me. Um for a while I got way older than him, but now he kind of panned out somehow. Which was we're, just... we're within a year or two, I think, now, so Yeah. Yeah. Year or two. 
Um, so you got done with your uh, with your collegiate efforts. You started working more exclusively at blacksmithing. Yeah. So what are you doing now? What fills my time? You mean? I, I mean, what what does Fireforge do? <laughs> um, well, I focus mostly on sculptural work mm-hmm. and um, like architectural and ornamental for for residential housing kind of thing, railings and home details. Okay. Yeah. Uh... And you just finished one up for some place in California, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I had a sculpture that went out. Um, pretty cool guy runs a tattoo shop. He wanted a piece just to display in the shop. So stellar. Yes, stellar. Sir. I feel like I'm just asking stuff that I already know. <laughs> kind of leading, leading you on. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, okay, here's here's one that I haven't got to bug you about yet. Okay. What's going on with that uh, silver green pepper that you made? Silver green pepper, huh? Uh, what was that? Oh, that little, uh, the, like... Hexagonal... Oh, oh, Green man. pepper-looking thing. Um... You paint that the... bitch green and someone's gonna bite it. I, I, I just posted a few days ago or whatever yeah yeah um that boy that's a, a different direction that that wasn't forged that was a um a hollow form construction it was welded stainless but uh same thing on the the geometric uh patterning i guess that kind of came about by by complete accident that i came up with that shape but something i'm exploring as well so it sounds odd. So, I mean, I, I know what you do, which is, uh, I mean, it's fascinating to me because uh, obviously no one out listening to this is knows who you are, uh, or at least has met you. Maybe they have, maybe they haven't. But you're, what, 6'3"? Sure. Tall drink of water. Yep, yep. And you look like hell. <laughs> uh, so, is there video on this thing uh, on the, the Skype broadcast? I can see you. Yeah. I mean, that that part's not being recorded, so you don't have to worry about that. Okay, good. good. You can put your balls back. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's weird because you have like a seven foot wingspan. You have one foot wide hands. And, like, when you actually do your craft, it's very intricate. It's very precise. And it's, uh, like, that's, whenever I tell anybody about what you do, that's the, that's, like, my, my sales pitch is, like, the shit's He's tall and he has big hands. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Jubs. Just that you're, you're doing what you do, which is intricate, awesome-looking stuff. With the fucking hammer. Like, it's a hammer. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just think it's pretty impressive. I, I, I have graceful hands. What can I yeah. say? <laughs> very, very delicate.
delicate fingers. Um, hey, remember when you turned your uh, your arm into a baby arm? Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> because you poked it with a piece of glass. That, that was fun. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, okay, being um, being a six foot something. Mongoloid, go on. Weighing, weighing in at about a buck fifty. Um, there's not a lot of mass on my skeleton, so uh, I cut my tendon at one point in my thumb, and had to be in a wrapped up in a cast thing for like six weeks. So I went from uh, Somalian to a thirteen-year-old girl in my right arm. Thirteen-year-old <laughs> Somalian girl. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. So. Yeah. Oof, that sucks. Isn't that your swinging arm? Yeah, yeah, it was. Well, I I almost lost the usage of my my right thumb in the process, Ooh. which would have pretty much ended your life. So. Yeah. Four on eight. Yeah, so that's borrowed your uh, uh, scraper case. Walking on knuckles. <laughs> oh, man. So, you do all this stuff in your own garage, right? Yeah. Like, you don't have a storefront or anything? Nope. Nope. I just got my shop at home. Live out in the country. I like it that way. So, I just had about uh, a four inch. Uh, flood of water filling my shop the past few days so that was lovely but yeah what's going on there uh just heavy rains and the ground's still frozen and it decided to come into the barn instead of down the hill so but luckily i found the golf ball that was stuck <laughs> in the floor drain about six feet under concrete so finally flushed that out good way to flush that turd bro yeah Man, you guys have been getting just pounded with rain and snow and stuff this year, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been, been up and down all winter, so. Well, over like the past like 2 weeks, it's been pretty gnarly between like the 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 blizzard that came through that dumped like a foot and then that stuck around until all this rain started. And it just melted all of it and just kept dumping more rain. So it was uh, pretty pretty inconvenient. Yuck. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a huge, huge fan of it. We've had like two days of freezing rain here. <coughs> so everything is just super icy and no one here knows how to drive or walk on it. So it's just people biting it on foot and in vehicles. That's great. You need to get a dash cam and then like a helmet cam just so you can watch people fuck up. <laughs> That'd be great. Great, great, great. So last huh. year, uh, we all went to me and Davis and Pete went to Austin together. Uh, we went to uh, go yeah. see the MotoGP race, which we did not go see. Um, instead we went to a custom bike show like three nights in a row which was awesome and there was a blacksmithing competition which Pete competed in and got people's choice because he didn't make garbage and everyone else made hot fucking garbage <laughs> and I'm, he, I'm gonna be salty he, about that forever he Hillary Clinton it he won the he won the popular vote and not the electoral college yeah 
That, thank you for that comparison. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it, it was fun no matter what. I went down there all nervous, thinking I'm, you know, in this competition, but it was just a bunch of friends having a great time, and that's that's what it ended up being. So, anyway, so yeah, that's why I want to go back this year. I think we should absolutely do that. All right. Yes, which brings us to. The purpose of this meeting is this is our uh, get-together because we're all going back to Austin this year. Sweet. Oh, uh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. Now, are you competing? No, no. I'm just going down out of support and just to hang out with people from all over the country. So. Oh, you're just going to go and support somebody? That's a very good friend of you. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Is that a leading question, Davis? No, I'm just saying. That's very nice of you. Well, it, you you got to be my travel guide last year. And yeah. And airplane and, uh, like, in a Uber car ride thing. So, <laughs> yep. So if you'd like, I'll, I'll, I'll do that for you this year. <laughs> can, can you hold my hand, which yeah, is conveniently no, located down the front of my pants? What? <laughs> Nothing. So yeah. So yeah. So we're gonna go there. We're gonna go back to the motorcycle show, which really excited about. I thought that I had so much fun at that thing last year. I'm pumped to go back to that. Yeah. And just do some general tomfoolery. Tom McFoolery in Austin. So yeah, Ian, are you going with us? Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go. Nice. When is it? May? No, it's in April. April. April, uh, what is it? 19th through the 23rd? Yeah. 22nd? Thursday through Monday. Is your calendar pretty booked up, E? My calendar's always booked up. (laughs) (laughs) Every day he's hustling. No, I don't think I have anything... I don't have anything going on. Uh, March, I've got a convention in March, but... I I came into this fully prepared to bust your balls hard about not coming. Yeah. Oh, dude, you never know. I could back out the last second. Well, that's true. Well, <laughs> so you can't yeah, that's shit. true. <laughs> it's a 50-50. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah, well, that's great. That's very exciting. Good. Yeah. And uh, you actually can't back out. Why not? Your hands are tied. Yeah. You're kind of committed, I think. Yep. <laughs> Am I now? I put your name on the rental car. That's fine. <laughs> it's a dune buggy. <laughs> and I'm going to do a wheelie onto the capital of Austin. And no, it's going to be I don't think there's a magnificent. capital in Austin. Huh? I don't think there's a capital in Austin, is there? That, that big fucking white building that's in the middle. Oh. You don't All remember right. seeing that <laughs> giant Proceed. motherfucker? Proceed. Oh, well, yeah, I'm just going to do a wheelie on it. It's going to fucking rock. <laughs> It's gonna this, fucking rock. This is the dumbest conversation. <laughs> yeah.
So, uh, yeah, E, we already got your ticket. Uh, because this is also going to be kind of a, a little bachelor party for you. All right. Chance of backing out just went up 50%. <laughs> <laughs> it puts it at 100% backing out, dude. I, I can't deal with any 100%. Oh, cool. Just uh, hook me up with the ticket money, and you can back out all you want. <laughs> no, you coming. So, are, do we have... Okay, so... <laughs> that sounded bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that... <laughs> I probably won't revisit that uh, that tone of voice again. Yeah, so all you need to do is, uh, you know, just come with us to the airport and... Keep some chapstick on those lips, and we're all good. <laughs> I mean, so because of the it's sun. Casey who needs the chapstick. <laughs> he should put it on his. He's gonna need it on his butt cheeks. <laughs> they're already they're already chapped. And oh, he makes cool. his own lubricant. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, do you have to wear some sort of like uh, decompression helmet so your floppy old brainstem doesn't just deflate on you? <laughs> like, what's the percentage chance that you just involuntarily pee yourself in the seat? Yes, oh. heading to Vegas. Oh, I'm good. Yeah, you, you you ride in airplanes, right, Ian? Yeah. Okay. I do now. I don't very well. Hey, but... I rode in a few airplanes this past year. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's all he's grown up a, now. He's just a globe-trotting man of the world now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, okay. when is it? April what? 19th through the 23rd. All right. And we're going to the Handbuilt show. Yep, yep, yep. And we're going to go watch a bunch of hobo blacksmiths um, make Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's the only concrete plant. Make them the metal equivalent of a fart. <laughs> we're we're gonna go hiking. Oh yeah, we're going hiking. That's yeah. that's probably the part I'm most excited about. Cause last time that was actually pretty cool, and that made yeah, me wish we would have spent more time doing that. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty rad. Um, but the ba yeah, I don't know. We got we got days. I mean, we don't have to go to a handbuilt show four times in a row this year, so we can kind of spread that out and uh, do some other fun activities. I want to see the bats, man. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm down for going and checking that out. I don't know where we have to be when, but I want to see them at least once. Is that like in the city too? Yeah. I thought it was right near the river. But fuck if I know. 
Yeah. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We got we got a uh, we got a little bit of time. Um. Actually, uh. Yeah. I think it'll probably sneak up on us pretty quick. Actually. Yeah, it's about to get real nuts here. So. I'm sure it's gonna be a blur. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited though. Uh, so Pete, you'll just have to come down uh, Wednesday like you did last time, and yes, sir. I'll just hook the three of us to the airport, and it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Um, and you don't need to bring <laughs> a literal suitcase of hammers this time, right? That's true. That's true. Good. I do not. I'm packing a pair of socks. <laughs> I think I'll make it. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, so, what kind of a cleaning insurance do we have on where we're staying? Because I'm I'm dirty. They have a shower that you can use. It's only like a four day trip. Yep. <laughs> That that argument wins think. for both of us. <laughs> Wait, what's what? Which place are we actually staying at? Um, the the second one. The the lawn that? gnome one. No, not the lawn gnome one. That bitch oh. never responded. Yeah, no, what, what a jerk. Where are we staying? Oh, there was this Airbnb that he had lined all all up for us, and it was awesome looking. Yeah, it's. It's still like on Airbnb, but now the uh, the ticket or like the night price is like two hundred and some dollars. Like I think she's just fucking with people to gouge, which is really annoying. And there's three beds and a sofa bed. Yeah, I already called shotgun on one of the beds. I got shotgun a bed. I'll take this. I can take the sofa bed. I'm fine on the floor, too. Well, we may have a, a fifth person joining as well, so... Ooh! Yeah, you'll have to fight. Yeah. Con- confirmation on that yet, or no? Still still in the works, but I think it's uh, it's looking more like a yes than a no. Cool. Who? Fucking Biggs. No shit. Yeah. I knew it. Did you it's, gonna sh- it's gonna be a shit show. Did you know that we? <laughs> did you know that he already got you a ticket? No. Okay. It's all news to me. I thought you handle news very spilled. well. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna. You're one. I was gonna come over there and and fucking smack Ashley's teeth up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a nice way. His keel is even. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because we did make sure with Ashley that you didn't have any, you know, brain surgery plans or anything, <laughs> conventions, anything like that. So she said that your uh, coast was pretty clear. We're going in for like a sleep study and going to kick holes in their uh... <laughs> <laughs> like observatory bed. I've already kicked holes during a sleep study. I'm done with that. I'm just, 
I can't wait till the first time you use that new camper and you just kick it so hard the wood paneling falls off. <laughs> oh man, we need to finish that thing. Okay. Oh. And uh, I got uh, I got some more parts for the yam, so that's ready to put back together and deliver that and Lansing and wash my hands of it. <laughs> that's been a fun one, huh? It. I, I mean, I've bitched to all of you guys independently, but I'll say it for the record. Uh, they had like the most asinine like safety features on an '83 bike, like a relay that went to another relay so that your turn signals would turn off. And it was also connected to like a reed switch that was in your speedometer. Like it was just fucking stupid. Yeah, that is dumb. So I, I ended up just hacking and slicing and throwing wires and pretty much redid it. And, uh, got a new work. Yeah, new super fancy headlight for it, and then it wouldn't fit into like an old school bucket, so I had to get a new bucket. And that <laughs> finally came in. So I think I'm hoping that's the final step. Mm. Then, uh, then yeah, it'll be someone else's problem. And then, then Ian's got to finish up the Honda. Yeah, that Honda's that's been like a five year endeavor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> about Endeavor to have the, uh, buy. the Honda Bicentennial this year or something. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I did a bunch the... of cu- custom work to get that thing started, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was it, was yeah. that the one that, that was on fire That's at some fire point? Bike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pete caught that bike on fire. And uh, I, I think... Uh, I sold you a XS650, mm-hmm. and then you were like, uh, do you want this piece of charcoal with tires on it? <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just going to get rid of it. So. Do, uh, have you seen it lately, Pete? The Honda? Yeah. Davis, yeah, he sent me a picture... A while back, I mean, it's looking pretty clean. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. Yeah, with everything all done up on it, it should be pretty nice. Um, there's not a whole lot left to do. I, I finished up the wiring uh, a couple, few weeks ago. Um, Ian put on the carbs, and then we just need to actually run gas through them and get them going. That's where Ian comes in. A 20-ounce yeah. nice. bottle uh, duct-taped to the frame works really well for that. Just to get <laughs> yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what I said I was going to do. Yeah. Well, you said 2-liter because uh, 20 ounces are for bitches, I think were your <laughs> exact words. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, basically everything's new on that bike, too. Hopefully it's not just locked up and we try to actually get it going. <laughs> I'm hoping to have the, the wiring done on my Virago this weekend. I didn't oh, work on yeah. it at all last weekend. I just did other things. So I got like I if I spent another like you know, three or four hours on it, I think it would be done. Completely. 
That seems like a pretty achievable goal. Yeah. So I think you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I mean, three or four hours if you had clear, clean instructions in front of you. But I I think there's probably still a little bit of figuring out that has to be done. No, it's it's mostly done. I've got, like, all the handlebars or stuff is wired except for the turn signals because I'm working on inserts for the bars for those. But that's... It's no big deal. It'll be done quickly. Um, and I've got, I've almost got the speedometer with all of the lights and everything like that wired into it. Uh, done. And after that, I mean, really all I've got left for the central harness is to wire it, finish wiring in the CDI box uh, and the uh, starter relay, and then it's done. Keyless entry and all that stuff. Or keyless keyless ignition, I guess it'd be. <laughs> all bikes have keyless entry. Yeah, yeah, they do. You Shit, have to my bike's extra. locked. <laughs> I can't get in. Yeah, something uh, called tow truck. Need a slim gym. <laughs> no, oh, but. Fudge. Dude, I got that one. Uh, I got the wiring almost done on that one. Uh, I, I dropped off my 175 dirt bike with, I got this dude now that, that is doing like the stuff that I don't want to do basically. (laughs) So like when I get sick of just throwing parts at a bike, I can take it to him and he fixes it, which is awesome. Yeah. It doesn't sound bad at all. Yeah. So he's, he's. That one's been like on the back burner for like a year, and he figured out that it's my CDI box is no good. So I should have one of those showing up either tomorrow or Saturday, and that one will be done. Good. Uh, the Ninja is, I just got most of the parts back from the powder coater. Tank had Bondo on it, so I had to send that off to a painter to have that done. But, yeah, man, I'm going to have. Almost completely functioning bikes when this is when this winter's over with. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can I I hear that string of adjectives again? Almost completely functioning bikes. <laughs> okay. Almost. Just freeing myself of paperweights. Yeah. Yeah. But when I mean, you inevitably why. come through here on your pilgrimage southwest, yeah, um, we got to go ride some dirt bikes. That. Dude, dirt bikes are fun. Why did we never do dirt bikes? Uh, because I had a Ducati. Right. That's also fun. There's room for there's room for all different types of fun. Mm. Very close-minded, Chubbs. Very <laughs> close-minded. Speaking of which, are you uh? So are you just settling with the bike that you've got, or do you still have a new one kind of in the, in the works? Oh, as far as the nine five nine. Yeah. Oh, I mean that would be absolutely great, but a I don't need it, b I can't afford it, so I I think I'm pretty good on the monster right now. <laughs> Feeling pretty good. Dude, that camper that you're looking at is awesome. 
Yeah, yeah, and I'm pretty excited for that. Um, this weekend, there's a uh, RV show that I'm I'm going to in Birch Run, so I get to check out some of these things and see what's uh, see what's doable. Well, that's fun. You get to go to Birch Run. Yeah, it's my favorite place. A little mini ever. vacation. Yeah. Yep. You gonna go to Browners? I hope so. <laughs> I, I hope to uh, at least walk into every single one of those fucking stores at the outlet mall. Every single one. At least get my foot in there. That town is a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that place. Yeah, it's really only good for for like that expo center to go there and then get the fuck out. Eat that garbage bacon at that that restaurant. Oh, Tony's. Tony's. Yeah. Yeah. That place is shit, and I've never liked it. It's terrible. It's like it's not even bacon. It's like it's like trash jerky meat cut into bacon shaped strips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, for those of you not from Michigan, there's this restaurant that pops up on, like, stupid travel channel shows and stuff like that called Tony's. And their claim to fame is that uh, fat people go there and they give them a pound of bacon with every, like, basically every meal. So, like, if you order a BLT, it's a pound of bacon on a BLT. It's it's just, like, extreme proportions. So, like, if you get pancakes, they're, like four pancakes that are you know two feet wide or some shit and it comes with a pound of bacon it's like there's not many places that are you know solely breakfast places for the most part that you're like wow that sucks breakfast (laughs) is pretty basic their breakfast sucks (laughs) there's just a lot I'm gonna go there and order like frosted flakes this is like a general rule for restaurants. Like, if an old person recommends it to you and they use the words, they give you so much food, it's going to be garbage. <laughs> like, 100% of the time. It's like... Yeah, like, when Chad did that to us in fucking Virginia. Oh, that was... That's one of the worst, like... That's one of the worst breakfasts I've ever had. Yeah, that was, uh... That was anus. Country cooking. Straight. Wasn't that what it was called? Yeah. I don't remember. It's trash. And there's a perfectly good Waffle House, like, not far from there. Oh, come on now. No, man. See, Sorry. dude, I've had guys, bad Waffle House experience. You guys have problems because you will no. willingly go to a big boy, but you won't eat Waffle House? Dude, big boy pancakes are the whip. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everything at Waffle House was completely synthetic. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I... What? You know, synthetic oil's good. Why not synthetic <laughs> food? <laughs> so, Pete, what was your bad experience with Waffle House? Um, well, being in Michigan, we don't have the Waffle House. Um, at least... in Wait, it's not even in Michigan, is it? I don't no, know. I think there's like one in one Ohio. Yeah, I stopped at one in Ohio on my way down to West Virginia the one time. Just super stoked. Like, oh, man, breakfast food, it's Waffle House. I mean, this is the place. But, yeah, like the, the eggs were from a powdered mix. 
I'm not sure the bacon had meat in it. You know, just one of those experiences. Okay. Yeah, it sounds fucking disgusting. Yeah. I assumed, being that it was a Waffle House, that you would have gotten into a drunken fight because that seems to be what happens in every single Waffle House, at least from, like, uh, Georgia and down. The, uh, the internet is just littered with Waffle House fights, and it is amazing. I remember seeing, uh, a, like, a horrible BuzzFeed article about a couple that got married at a Waffle House. Oh, I bet you you assholes. could, like, blind sketch them. And it would be pretty accurate. You could, yeah, you could draw them with a potato. <laughs> right. <laughs> the first adjective that comes to mind is dumpy. Yeah. <laughs> Not a whole lot of uh, sharp corners on that one. Everything's kind of flowing. Dude, somebody, flowing that, a good one. somebody that we knew in college got married at a Starbucks. Oh. <clears throat> uh. Like, that is the lamest thing. You know, I could see something like that if it was, like, you started working at a Starbucks, and then you met your significant other at a Starbucks, and something like that. Something where, like, that actually had some type of, like, meaning. But even then, no one fucking cares. Yeah, what if it was Office Max? Would you get married at Office Max? Sounds like they would. <laughs> yeah, then, it, was, it was dumb. Yeah, that is. That was a horrible story, too. Goddamn. Uh, so what else? It's been a while. Uh, I went to Long Beach for a little bit. That was cool. I went to Houston for a little bit. That was cool. And uh, I worked a lot. So my days are pretty, pretty lame. I just got a vasectomy. You did? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how was it? Yeah, how'd it go? Uh, procedure was fine. It, it took about a week. I'm still a little tender, but you know. Get that ball bag back in order. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's the, well, I'm not sure how much you guys know about this. Um, Teach us, Peter. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Teach us about your Peter, Peter. They make a, a single incision. It was probably a centimeter, two centimeters long. They insert they a drill take, bit. They take <laughs> like a fish hook, shove it down in there, root around with the hook until they grab your tubes, and then they pull your tubes outside of your body. Business. Oh, are you just standing there watching the whole time? So, they, like, uh, like curled over like some weird creepo perv, like just watching wait, them. Who, like, uh, were, were you like, were you sitting there just watching it the whole time, or did oh, you actually no, like no, lay I, down? I, He's I, trying I to ask it. if you got hard during it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's another thing too. Is they? Uh, oh boy. They, they tape you up to your stomach, so it, that that part stays out of the way. <laughs> just said, um, I kept popping which... the tape. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, so yeah, they they do the business. They cut it, they burn it, they clip it off, shove everything back in. But 
you now have like 80% less tensile strengths um, supporting your testicle because you're, oh. you know, your main, your main cable has now been compromised. So you just the, uh, got like the backup system, right? Do you have yeah, to wear a nut bra? The, the, the hot and the cold, the, you know, the, the, the variations of uh, support are much different now, so... This just reminds me of like a a poor like action movie, <laughs> like the main cable of an elevator snapping, and then like the backup one like starting to snap. Like you're gonna just wake up and have like straight a ball down his in your pant ankle. leg. <laughs> <laughs> like, so. huh. Yeah, there you go. Are you are you, so you gonna have to hold them when you take a poop now, so they don't get in the way? Uh, no, but. You know, I'm I'm 36. They're they're kind of already, you know, gleaming the pond anyway. So. <laughs> you could just put them in your breast pocket, you know. <laughs> we'll tuck them in next to your uh, pocket watch. Yeah. <laughs> so one of my friends, uh, he went in. He went in for a vasectomy, and he gets. He's funny because he gets real like. Uh, uptight and nervous about things and he he chickened out at the last second and like left the operating room <laughs> he was just like no I, shit I, I can't do this i gotta i gotta go and he he got up and got dressed and left huh and never know. told his wife yeah oh no girlfriend. i think he took a pretty good uh razzin for that yeah, did uh did Gina go with you? Did she watch? Yeah, yeah. I well, I had her come in with me just in case the, the doctor was a complete knob or something, you know, to have somebody <laughs> to talk to. So, I I had her, uh, you know, document the play by play, and then fill me in uh, after I was feeling better. So, she got to see the uh, insides of me on the outside. So, huh? So do they just literally they just snip the cord? <laughs> yeah, the 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 piping because there's you know all your nerves and uh blood flow and all that stuff travels along that same line but yeah, they, they snip the little tube out and burn it off on both ends and put a clamp on it and <laughs> a worm uh, gear clamp glue. <laughs> something it's just a folded over paper clip <laughs> <laughs> it would be great if it was a worm gear clamp because they would inevitably strip it out while they were trying to tighten it. <laughs> Sorry, Pat. Who made this with a flathead? We got we to gotta use the angle grinder and see if we can get a flathead on this thing. Or else you're toast. <laughs> so, uh, have you got to try it out yet? Well, that's kind of personal, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I really I, forgot I, where you were because yeah. uh, you know the paperwork the side effects say you know possible impotence uh, you know uh, chronic epididymitis which is you know just achy testicles that sort of stuff but yikes luck, luckily uh, things seem to function all how they should so good now didn't you have a problem with your balls a while ago? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, well, that's the, the epididymitis thing. Okay. So that time of my 
Okay, ep- epididymitis. Uh, it's an inflammation of your, your vas deferens. Your- and that's all the time we have, folks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Summed up, it felt like I had a troll hanging hanging from my uh, my areas. Rather uncomfortable for a while, so. Yeah. But, but Doc said just, you know, get a hoist under those suckers, and, you know, you got to support <laughs> that weight. And, yeah, all was good. Yeah, that was cured with uh, whitey tighties. Yep. Which I'm I'm back on the brief regiment again, so that's taking some adjustment. Oh. Mm. I do boxer yeah. briefs. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Most most people do. Yeah. Straight boxers. That's just. That's anarchy. If you got. <laughs> If you got more than fishing string holding your ball sack on, you can wear boxer briefs. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, glad the uh, glad the conversation led to our our undergarments. Yeah. Anybody got well, it was like, going a there at some point? You want to add yeah. or? <laughs> <coughs> I didn't hear what you said, but I'm sure it was something very funny, Chubbs. Uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so uh, uh, before we wrap this up, because this is starting to dry out just a tad, uh, what's next for you? Wait, who are you talking to? Pete. Oh, what's next for me? Yeah. Uh, business-wise? What, what do you mean? Oh, my God, Pete. No, what other thing are you going to cut up in your body? Yes, oh. business-wise, you ask. Oh. Okay, I see. Um, I'm, I'm doing a lot of teaching. Okay. Got a lot of classes uh, booked up for the year, so that'll be cool. Get to jet around a bit, meet some new people. Swing Where are you hammers. going? Um, I've got one in Pennsylvania and one in Rochester, New York, that are booked right now. Um, one down in Ohio next month um there's there's a yearly gathering down there at a a club called southern ohio forge and anvil but i'm teaching a class down there and then uh i might be going international next year i've got a couple couple dates i'm working on so nice what kind of international uh one will be to an island off like the washington coast out in british columbia that one's that one's pretty well booked. We don't have anything written down in dates, but I think that one's all set. So that'll be awesome. I've seen some pictures. It's beautiful out there. Um, and then I'm working on getting myself over to the United Kingdom. Nice. Wow, Gotta, that's cool. Going to try to do a, like a week workshop out there. And um, I know some, some younger guys from from over here that are at a college over there that teaches blacksmithing so I'm going to try to pop in and do some demos there so good man that sounds uh sounds like shit's actually actually working for you yeah it's awesome yeah it's incredible it's crazy what the internet does yeah I remember that one time it saved your life that was amazing too (laughs) and then it, it made you famous so uh yeah Thanks to the internet. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. 
This uh, this podcast is actually sponsored by Internet. <laughs> you know people at the Internet? I do. Nice. Uh, I think they're giving us. I I was thinking about it, and I kind of think we should just start doing like, uh, you know, unpaid product endorsements just to see if maybe they just <laughs> they throw us a couple bucks just out of like guilt or gratitude. Yeah. I'm yeah. fine with that. Like movement watches. Hey folks, um, cooking can be a real pain, so get Blue Apron. <laughs> I haven't tried it, but I hear good things. And blueapron.com. <laughs> Enter the promo code. Give three OT money. Yeah. <laughs> also, when you go to Delta Airlines right now and uh, put in code. Oh my god, this is the dumbest shit ever because of 3OT. Uh, you'll get a uh, 0.50% discount. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not even one, it's 0.5. And it's not real. Would you like to hear but, a... it? What? I'm sorry. Somebody have a stroke? I'm what? sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, gonna, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But... Go ahead. <laughs> All right, I'm going ahead. I'm not giving an endorsement for Lasco Ford. I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I just hey. want to, let me just take a minute and say publicly, fuck Lasco Ford. I want to hear this yeah. story because this is something we you alluded to a couple weeks ago or something. They can deep throat one of my turds. <laughs> dude i went in there looking at cars right and <laughs> test drove a couple and the guy tried selling me one and he showed me the carfax and i looked at it and he's like oh yeah this is only one owner blah 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 <laughs> and i'm reading it i'm reading it and it's a rental car and i was like dude i'm not buying a rental car so it's one so, rental. It's one owner, but the owner was Avis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the owner was everybody. Yeah. So he uh, then was telling me that he owned a car rental company or ran one or something. I don't know whatever bullshit he pulled out, and was trying to t- trying to tell me how awesome rental cars were. And I was like, dude, I'm not I'm not comfortable buying a rental car. I'm just not I'm not going to do it. And you would think the normal salesman would be like. All right, totally understand, sir. Let's move on to the next one. But he wouldn't give it up. He wouldn't shut the fuck up about the rental car. So like, I had what was, an How is he defending buying a rental car? Uh, they do their maintenance on time. Or they do all their maintenance. We don't even know if it's on time. They don't and you do don't even know if they're doing maintenance. their maintenance. There are no, there are no records. So that was his big argument. So he, we, he and I had a heated argument. So he walks away, comes back, brings the manager back. And the fucking douchebag manager then tries to convince me that a rental car is an awesome <laughs> purchase. And the whole time I'm like, dude, I'm just not comfortable doing it. I'm not buying a rental car. I'm not going to do it. That's all there is to it. I'm just not going to do it. Like, don't and you guys just... have other cars that you could show yeah. me? Dude, it was fucking ridiculous yeah they had i drove a couple of them i'm glad i mean i wasn't gonna buy one from there because i hate them (laughs) 
I didn't realize I hated them that much, but now <laughs> oh, I know. Oh yeah. <clears throat> but uh, it only yeah, they it have, only they takes a feet. quick minute to get in there and really really just figure it out. They really connect the dots on on hatred real quick. Yeah, they have a horrible reputation. So, yeah. so okay, so he said, "Well, we you know they were praising my truck." <laughs> <laughs> So he comes back with a Carfax for my truck and shows me that my on the Carfax it says that my truck was crushed. <laughs> <laughs> my my truck was sold to a scrapyard and it was crushed. And then the second the, the, they had the little cliff note this truck is uh at risk of being a clone. It said somewhere else it shouldn't be on the road. All the shit it wasn't crushed. I drive it every day. <laughs> so the guy was basically like, okay, so you want to talk about Carfax, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he, uh, they offered me $500 for my truck. And, uh, uh, I really, what I wanted to do was pull down my pants and piss, <laughs> into, and piss into his eyeballs. But I didn't. Uh, yeah, so so I'm currently I've got a uh, whatever a, a request for Carfax to take that out because it wasn't crushed. Wow, <laughs> my truck wasn't crushed. So yeah, can't you know. get your uh, can't you get your police buddy to like call somebody? Dude, I might have to call him because Come I mean, on. like, it, you if know, it's a salvage title, there's like a. Uh, the police have to inspect it, but it's not even a salvage title. You, no, you have, have a clean, a green, green title. title. Yeah, so, I mean, it should Let, it should take, like, one call from some state figure to be like, get this shit off there. Fuck off. Dude, and, and the whole time, that's exactly what I told him. I had the title in my hand. I was like, dude, if, if this truck was crushed, I would have an orange title right now. And well, first off, if the truck was crushed, nobody would be fucking driving it. It would be crushed, scrap, scrap metal. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. Screwed. So I would, anyway, I it's just, not that bad. I would pay for the audio of that conversation. <laughs> oh, dude, it was. Oh, and Ashley was sitting next to me the whole time, just uh, getting like just nervous, getting red faced. <laughs> Poor yeah, <laughs> I know. She's a, she was the real victim in that whole thing. Because I wasn't, dude, I, dude. The guy was like treating me like an asshole. Like, dude, you sell me a car. You got. He tells me they sell. Oh, we sell like five hundred cars a month. And all the cars that they had, they had the week before when I went and looked at them. Like, dude, you're not slinging these fucking cars. You're not selling shit. You're yeah. an asshole. Oh, oh it's, it's, it's good, though, because I was the car that I wanted, I'm just going to keep my truck, and I'm going to get a different car. I'm looking at Focus STs. Ooh. Those See, things are pretty spicy. I'm like, yeah. uh, we're kicking around the idea of upgrading April's car and buying it through her business, you know? And Oh, as a tax write-off? Yeah. Because I learned a lot about write-offs this year, and they are <laughs> yeah. awesome. 
<laughs> so what are you going to get? Uh, I don't know. She really likes Mini Coopers. And I think they're kind of cool too, but like everyone, everyone is like, Mini Coopers are, are terrible cars. They're really poor quality. They're, that is not a good decision to buy. Right. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. Because, I don't know, I feel like if I maintained it, it would probably be okay. Just maybe need to, you know, be a little proactive about things. But, you know, that price range, too, you could you could realistically look at, like, lightly used. You know, you could realistically look at a lot of different really cool cars, like a GTI, you know, Volkswagen GTI, uh, yeah, Focus yeah. ST, uh, WRX. You know, I don't know. So there's a lot of cool options in that price oh, the, range. The, the Focus ST only comes in a in a manual transmission. Well, that's the other thing. It's like, okay, do do we want to drive a manual transmission all the time? I don't know. Fuck yeah, you do. Yeah. And that thing. <laughs> but see, we're gonna a, little, a tiny 250 horsepower car. Yeah. But see, like we we like to do road trips and stuff, and I don't know if I want to take a road trip in a Focus ST. You, know? you don't want a canyon car in one of those things? No, that part of it would be great. It's the like ten hours of, of drive like we're gonna we're gonna try to go to Yellowstone and uh Grand Tetons this year. It's like thirteen hours. And like I wanna just, I want something that's comfortable and quiet and has a good sound system. Why don't you just take your big luxurious truck? Yeah. Well, I could do that. But Yeah. That's gonna be the most comfortable. Yeah, right. the truck's it, very nice. In my experience, highway driving, you don't have to shift a whole lot. That's true. <laughs> Unless you drive a Ford Ranger. If you drive a 98 Ranger, you're going to be doing some shifting uphill. <laughs> yeah. I have also been in the process of looking at gambler cars. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. That's exciting. That would be the most thing on Earth. Most June. fun thing on Earth. The most thing on Earth. The, the most, most thing on Earth. Thing on <laughs> June is yeah. the Your gamblers guess. in June. The Kansas gambler. There's a Kansas gambler. Yeah, Dude, yeah. There's, there's a gambler like everywhere. Dude, I think Michigan's just like right around right now. Dude, we need to resurrect the uh, the Sonoma. You mean turn it on because for it's, some reason it still works? Yeah, and just go gamble it. Yeah. See. I really like the idea of doing the gambler. What I don't like the idea of is hanging out with the kind of people who do the gambler. Because <laughs> I feel like it's just going to be people that I hate. Yeah. Just people I don't know is people peeps. that I hate. Huh? Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I'm sure you'd have fun. I don't know. I'm sure the, the, people, the type of people that do the gambler are probably a great group of people. It probably is pretty fun. Yeah. But... I don't know. I was kind of thinking, you know, the my favorite car for like four wheeling and stuff was that Cherokee that I had. I'd like to have another one of those for that sort of thing. <laughs> Shut up! You didn't do any. You did one day of four wheeling, and you yeah. got. I did. You buried it. Multiple days you of four wheeling. I did one day of four wheeling after I got the lift kit and all that stuff on. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bad experience. That was we've already experience. told that story on this podcast. Just show up with your with your Dilfs uh, side by side, and just tear the whole thing up. 
Oh man, I drove that thing. Holy balls, is that thing fast? It's it's really fun, but it's amazing that like half the people that buy them don't die. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Dude, you can go so uncomfortably fast in that thing in such a short period of time. It basically, <laughs> like, if you're past half throttle and you try to turn, you're going to roll it and die. It's amazing that there's not more dead people, you know, like, stacked up to that deal. Is it just, like, one gear? Yeah, it's a, that one in particular is a, you know, it's an automatic. Right. It doesn't huh. matter. It's still really fast. The Yamaha one, yeah, that one you can get with a manual transmission. Ooh. Like, with a clutch and everything. And that one looks... Oh, that'd be fun. It looks pretty cool, but my dad said that it has just way less power. It's like 20 or 30 less horsepower. Yeah, but you wonder how much of that, that power is retained through actually having, like, a real transmission and not, you know, a fucking snowmobile belt. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's transmission sap power. If if you come down here, you'll have to drive it because I think you'd be pretty impressed with it. I likely would. Also, I've been uh, I've been scoping out new vehicles myself. Yeah, I've been doing a little test driving, huh? Yeah, and that's been uh, I. I've had the same issue that Ian had, uh, not at Lasco, but just the salesman being a salesman, and it's it's so infuriating. Like, I, I found a truck that's fantastic, but I will not buy it just on principle now. Really? Like, I, yeah, I test drove it, and it had that, uh, it had that high-speed wobble that you see online. It was a uh, oh. F-350. Yeah. And I came back told the dude about it and he's like oh that's that's weird must be like a tire that's out of balance or low or something i'm like yeah dude right he's like well check this one out you know it's less money everything's the exact same package wise has a little bit more miles drove that one around that one had a worse wobble at like 65 70 wow i was like dude this one has it too and like uh the first time i just drove by myself the second time uh one of the cunts that worked there came along also and they're like yeah i i felt it it's there's some vibration it's probably just an out of balance tire i'm like are you serious (laughs) you guys you guys are really trying to pull the wool over my eyes like this like they both have a unbalanced tire you gotta be fucking kidding me so i left i was like yeah if you get the shit fixed let me know um and then dude emailed me the next day and uh, and he's like, hey, we got it fixed. The part's coming in. As far as I'm told, the vibration is gone. I'm like, okay, so you didn't even test drive it. Cool, 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 cool. So it's, I can just drive down there and test drive it for you and tell you if you're right or wrong. And that won't be a waste of my fucking time. <laughs> so, Where was that? Uh, varsity in Ann Arbor. Oh, so I know the service started, people there. They're pretty good people. Well, they don't know fuck about suspension or test driving. <laughs> um, so I started like kind of changing my my communication tactics with this guy because I was already fucking annoyed. 
And I was like, hey, Jim, would you buy this truck? That was it. That's all I said to him. And he wrote back, yeah, if I needed a truck, I would. It's perfect. Oh, wow. I'm like, Jim, what, what makes this truck perfect? Well, you, you found the issue, and, and now it's fixed. Like, but what, what makes it perfect? Why is it perfect? Perfect for what? And I haven't gotten an email back from that one yet. Did you ask him what the problem was? Yeah, he said a bushing or link or something. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Well, fuck them. <laughs> Dude, I mean, Did they have the lift kits was... on them or something? Or... Uh, no, that's just that, that F-350 wobble from the, the suspension components just wearing out. Um, but they were both standard height. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the truck was beautiful and it seemed like, uh, the mechanic that took it for a test drive probably would be able to figure out what it is. Maybe if he even had the internet, he could figure it out. But yeah, just based off of principle, there's no fucking way I'm going to do it now. Just cause I hate Jim so much. It's too bad you don't that... live closer to me. Cause I actually like the, the big Ford store in town. I know the owner and he's super chill. Yeah. You know, What's anything, the dealership? Anything that came from there would be good. What, that what's the dealership? What's the dealership? Yeah, it's dumbass. Mel Hamilton Ford. <laughs> okay. That first one you drove was awesome. Yeah, that Tell one was... Chubb sent you. What? Tell him Chubb okay. sent you. That's right. Tell him Chubb sent you. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them I sent you for a 10% surcharge. <laughs> yeah, for a free cocksucking asshole fee. <laughs> <laughs> They'll put every light in your dash on. That, I wish I still had and that make paperwork pay for somewhere. It. That was amazing. Yeah, it was. Like, I, should, I could that use would that be... during my service advisor training. Yeah. Like, uh, that would be, like, internet fire right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man. Going viral. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the first one that I drove was a uh, F250. And that thing was just really nice. It didn't have like uh it wasn't like a Lariat package. It was just an XLT. So mm. it's pretty bare bones, cloth seats, four-wheel drive, but I don't know. It like the power delivery in diesels is so weird to me. So I don't know. It's a uh, it's interesting to drive. Everybody likes that new uh, that new Power Stroke. Yeah, it just has problems with uh, fuel pump. Yeah, Ford and GM both have this problem with the fuel pumps and stuff right now. Where you know there's because diesel is like ultra low sulfur now. There's not yeah. a lot of lubricant <laughs> in the fuel anymore for those components. And so what happens is, is like they basically start to wear out, and like if there's, especially if there's moisture in the fuel, dude, the pump just shreds itself, and it sends like metal shrapnel all throughout the system. So they is that where you uh, you fish your little BG snake in there and give it some lube? <laughs> well, if it does that, then there's nothing. I got nothing for you. It's garbage. <laughs> so what do you do? You just prevent that somehow? Yeah, you gotta prevent it. 
Just yeah, they make like these uh, water tank snakes to get the water out. Yeah, well, there's a water separator built into the fuel system that they're supposed to empty every time they do an oil change and stuff like that, you know? Right. But on top of that, like if you just kind of once in a while put in a, a fuel additive that has a pump lubricant in it, it helps a ton. And you probably wouldn't have any trouble with it. I will look towards doing that. But that uh, that power stroke is pretty insane. It's like four hundred and forty some horsepower. Yeah, what's the towing capacity on that thing? It's outrageous, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, thought like twenty or something. Jeez, twenty k, and it's uh, its torque is I think just at about nine hundred. I think it's eight hundred and eighty foot pounds of torque. Dude, it felt great. Yeah, it's it's weird, but I really like it. The diesels are we'll cool. See. We'll see what happens. So, I was going to do that, and that's why I was going to be uh, a little bit late today, but I ended up uh, not driving out there. And instead, I took a nap. Take that. So BG's in the process right now. They knocked down... <laughs> The auto lab and the chemistry lab, and they're in the process of building like a whole new R&D center and auto lab. And they don't like they're they're decided they decided they're not going to use the dyno that we have there as like their primary testing dyno anymore. So one of my buddies there, him and some of the other guys, they went to a whole bunch of different aftermarket companies to tour their facilities and look at their dyno setup. So they went to Edelbrock and they went to K&N and several other ones and like looked at their testing facilities to see, you know, what dyno system they were using and stuff like that. And so in the new R&D center, there's going to be uh, an all-wheel drive dyno that can do like it's it's got wide rollers on the back so you can do dualies you can do all-wheel drive vehicles and it'll have a motorcycle and atv uh segment so you can do that kind of stuff on the dyno nice and then they're also doing an engine dyno where you can literally like you can their their plan is to like buy a you know, basically like salvage engines from the junkyards and stuff like that. You actually just have this bare bones engine sitting on a stand in the room. It's the back end of it is hooked up to uh, like a dyno system. And they'll be able to do before and after testing on those, like just the engine itself, like right where it bolts into the transmission, like with using different products and stuff on it. And nice. It's going to be really cool. It, they have these things called like test cells. So it's basically just like a soundproof room that will have like the equipment in it and stuff. So it's all fully ventilated and fanned and all this stuff so that when you're sitting in there, you know, on the computer watching the readouts and stuff like that, like you won't even be able to hear the car running in the room. It's going to be like really legit. It's pretty cool stuff. Not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah. Do you get to play around with any of that stuff, or is it like, hey, keep your 
fat fucking greasy mitts off this and stop licking our windows. Yeah, I think they're going to do like a... Like, they'll probably use one or two of my bikes for test subjects. Nice. The ones that are probably closer to stock, I would think. <laughs> and done. Right. <laughs> ones that run. Yeah. But I'm going to take the uh, the FC07 down there. Oh, yeah. I always forget that you have that fucking thing. I know. I need to get it out. But it's been, the weather's been so terrible here that it hasn't even mattered. Dude, it's been terrible everywhere. Absolutely I, everywhere. I'm so excited for that new exhaust system, though. It's going to be sweet. Yeah, make sure to do a good before and after. Yeah, we'll do. Going to throw All those right, DB killers in the trash. Yeah. We'll wrap this shit up. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you, Pete, for being our guest and uh, telling us about your blacksmithing. Yes, and sir. Your balls. Thank you. Yeah, and your balls. <laughs> yes, as well. Bless your balls. Yeah. May they heal properly and not swell up. Uh, yeah. Stay tuned. What? We'll probably record more more episodes in the near future here. Yeah, and then we'll probably have a, a fun live one once we're in Texas. Yeah, we'll be doing, yeah. We got to do a bunch of like <laughs> Facebook Live stuff and stuff like that. Yeah, so it should be a good time. Everybody should needs be to see uh, Ian's face and you know, see how he looks like a pedophile. Jeez. <laughs> I remember, dude. One time, I posted a, a photo person. of you on the on my Facebook page, and I just tested tagged you as a pedophile. You got upset. You got upset. Oh, all right. Fuck. Here's some here's some homework for you guys on the uh, subject of pedophile. Look up this piece of shit rapper named Six Nine. Six Nine. Yep. Is he a pedophile? Uh, he posted videos of a thirteen-year-old in a sexual act. What? Oh. And then the judge said, "Here's what you have to do: a little bit of community service and get your GED." <laughs> Dude. Well, that may be an I'm, insurmountable task for him. It it appears that way. Wait till you see this sack of shit. Like, I've never been so angry at someone's face. Well, that's a lie. But, like, he's right up there. He's definitely up there. But, yeah, he's just a piece of garbage. Is he, like, a SoundCloud rapper or what? I don't even know. I have no fucking idea. But he's a piece of shit. And that's all... That's all you need to know. His real name is Danny Hernandez. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah, he Dude. he looks super annoying. Don't you just want to start punching? Yeah. It's it's the worst. And then to, to top it off, uh, listen to some of his music. It is clearly the worst trash in the world. And it's, uh, somehow he has money. Somehow he has bodyguards. Yeah, he's holding a whole stack of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
that's that's something that happens. That piece of shit is probably more successful than at least me, Ian, and Pete. Chubbs, you got fucking baller money. I'm just Uncle Scrooging it over here. Yeah, yeah. You're uh, repairing your Dilf's coin purse. Uh, wow, I hate this person. Dude, it 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 ruined like my fucking hour. Dude, he's literally just got 69 tattooed all over him. Yeah. Dude, he's I I I can't believe that our world is here right now. That that whole like underground SoundCloud rap scene produces some strange people. Uh, just listen to one of his songs. Try to listen to one of his songs for over 20 seconds. <laughs> And do it with April's phone because you will absolutely take it and crush it. Do you guys watch that Cheap Thrills on uh, Super Deluxe? No. no. I have no it's, idea what you're talking about. It's so good. It's this guy, he calls himself Tabasco Sweet. And it's him, like, making uh, arts and crafts knockoffs of, like, really expensive, trendy clothing and accessories and stuff. And I don't know why it's so addicting to watch, but the guy just is hilarious. Huh. But, yeah, he has a bunch of those SoundCloud rapper dudes on his show, and a lot of them are just strange, strange dudes. Well, 69 is just a straight-up piece of shit. And And that's the end of my story. Yeah, so uh, that's the the 3OT closing. Uh, this episode was brought to you by reportapedophile.com <laughs> and uh, all you have to do is type in 69 and Casper mattresses yes <laughs> you don't have to type them in they're, they're sponsoring us too they, they have the, no affiliation with molesters enter the promo that code we know. Chubbs at checkout for <laughs> a picture of a price <laughs> yeah. Alright, goodbye everybody Bye everyone See ya